What's up, Mets fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Mets Up Podcast. I don't know what number it is. I honestly, I don't know. We, we might talked be 168. About it. Might be 168, could be 169. It's definitely not 167. We're here in Port St. Lucie at spring training. There's a lot going on here. As you can see, if you're watching the YouTube video, we got Vito on camera. We got John standing in the back. He's being punished. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Divulge into that a little bit more. It's going to be a little bit of a chaos episode, honestly. But we're going to have some fun. This is spring training vibes, right? It should be a chaos episode because spring training is chaos. We want to kind of encapsulate that and body and deliver it back to you guys as we're taking it in ourselves. So we've been seeing a bunch of things going on. We watched the inner squad, intrust squad, intrust squad, squad game today. We'll tell you about everything that's going on here. If you guys are not yet following us on all our social media, make sure you are at MetsUp on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you're looking for the YouTube version, it's on the New York Mets YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, drop us a rating, drop us a review, download it, and subscribe. And boys, we're doing it. We're doing an episode finally. We had a lot of different uh, locations that were going on. I know Vito, Vito's our producer, in case you guys did not know that. Uh, how, how did you feel today about trying to find all these different locations? Yeah, I mean... Um it's not as big as City Field, so you'd think it would be pretty straightforward of where we're going to shoot today, but we've been all over the place. We've been told four or five different spots. At one point, we were outside the stadium, yes. yeah. possibly filming there. Then we were inside of, uh, I don't even know what, a multimedia room. Yeah. And uh, now we are in the home radio booth. We're all stuck together. There's a bobblehead table next to us, and that's that's the setting for what yes. we're doing right now. And John's banana peel. Oh, yeah. my gosh. We did. John's being punished. The yeah. banana peel. The what did iron. I do? What did I do? So last night, we were all hanging out, having a having and a good time at the hotel. And also, before we even got there, before Mark and I even got to Port St. Lucie at all, John told us to circle Thursday night on your calendars. Thursday night is a night. We're all going to hang out. We're all going to have a great time together. Everyone get ready for Thursday. And we get there. We start having a great time together. John's doing this thing socially. You know, John is John. Is John. John, uh, I don't even know. I only want to divulge this on the show, but <laughs> keep going. So, John, we're, we're having a good time. It's 10 o'clock at night, roughly. All of a sudden, Ish. we look around, and we go, John's gone. Where's John? John's gone. He's not here. He's no Three longer with us. Three of us are still there. Text John, where you go? He's like, I feel so bad. I wish goodbye to you guys. I, I <laughs> did not time. say goodbye to anybody. So, John, what's your reasoning? I mean, that's why you're standing. He's being punished. He has to stand for the episode. Also, kind of works with the framing a little bit, but... Nice. What, what was your yeah. reasoning that for just not saying goodbye to the boys? Look, I, I put my hand up. I take, I take full responsibility. I don't want to say credit. Credit's a good <laughs> word. This is not a good thing. Um, I, I am very bad at, at saying goodbye in a big setting with a lot of people. There's always, it doesn't matter where you are, what the function is, there's always going to be a person or two that you're like, ah, this is going to be an awkward goodbye. Like, I don't know why it's awkward. Do I hug them? Do I shake their hand? Do I just wave? You know, like, I have a really bad anxiety about these situations, okay. oh, and I've had okay. this for a while. There he is. And so I sometimes choose the easy way out, not facing my fears, and that is just <laughs> out the door. To be and fair, uh, I did that. To be fair, it was a great night. We had a great time. Yeah. Lots of fun. It was great cool. Day. Cool hanging out with all the people behind the scenes for the Mets. Uh, I don't. I don't have any coworkers ever. So. It's kind of interesting to interact. <laughs> never had coworkers. Never had a coworker in my life, so it's interesting to interact with people that you work with because it's not something I'm used to. But and it was also an amazing close for like our first day in Port St. Lucie, like probably the longest, some of the longest days of either of our entire lives. Yeah. We've only just realized before we got into this studio here that I've only been in Port St. Lucie for about forty hours, Mark for about forty-eight, yeah. and we've already done a ridiculous amount of stuff. And even the funny part about John Irish buying us is that the first time he saw us, like me specifically, in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> was during picture day, which started at six o'clock in the morning for us on Thursday morning. John ran up to me tippy toes and gave me a hug. <laughs> John's never showed any of us affection ever. John hugged me at six o'clock in the morning. I was excited. He was excited. The boys are here, the boys are here. And photo day was really cool too, because we got to be 
talking to all the be talking. It wasn't good English, but we got to talk to all the players while they're waiting online yeah. for photo day. Basically, the way photo day works is that the players come through for individual photos, like the ones that the headshots that we see all year long. Mm-hmm. They go photo photo. Those are pretty quick, and then we do kind of the artsy shots in the back. Metz made built this incredible set. Yeah, John really had cool. a big hand in putting together. These guys both had the big hand in taking it down. That was fun. Yeah, it looked so much fun. But basically, you got you know you get different poses. You get the smoke machines. You're in front of like this industrial looking thing with a bat. So that gets backed up a little bit. So then we have like seven or eight players just standing in front of us, and we're like, hey, we're the podcast guys. Yeah, introducing ourselves, talking, chit chatting. We had a, our boy shout out to Billy Hollywood. Billy Hollywood. William Woods. He was mm-hmm. part of a group of like eight guys that were standing there. Introduced the podcast. Everyone's like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> William Woods. He comes right up. So he's like. So you're the podcast, guys. I want to yeah. talk to you. I love podcasts. So yeah. hopefully get to talk to uh, Billy Hollywood. That's the nickname we're giving him yeah, and, and soon Hollywood. at some point in spring training because he seems interested. Also got to reconnect with our friend Brett, otherwise known as Brett Bailey. You guys probably know him really well. He had a great intra-squad game today. It was, he looked great. Great batting practice before, smacking the ball all over the yard. Remembered us. Remembered things about the interview we did with him two full years ago two almost now ago. in Arizona 2021. Just came up to us like, guys, what's up? How's it going? Came up to me, was like, how good was Garrett Wilson this year? I was like, really good. Thanks, Com- Brett. Complimented my shoes. He did. He said Mark's shoes were fresh. Which is, that's a big that's a big compliment for a guy who doesn't really have much shoe game, necessarily. No, no, ne- almost no shoe game. Almost negative. Your only shoe game is Mets shoes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and my Air Maxes that are just falling De- apart. Decrepit. Mark's seven-year-old Air Max 95. <laughs> They're a great shoe. Just hanging on to his high school persona a little bit longer. <laughs> well, was seven years ago, I was in college, but Come on. I know, but you only wore those because of the high school persona. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Carryover, spillover. Yeah, it's yeah. a good shoe. It's a good shoe, but. Yeah, that was cool. We oh. talked to Pete Alonzo, which was crazy. Yeah. I had a conversation with him. I make a TikTok with him. You guys will see soon. Yep. You shook Francisco Lindor's hand. I did, just very casually. Hey, Francisco. Hey, nice to see you. I didn't even see that. Yeah, he just stood next to me for a second. I was like, give me my one. Firm, good handshake from Francisco. That's how nuts this whole experience has been. Like, you guys would come up to me. I would be off doing my own thing, and then I'd come back, and you would say, I just talked to this person yeah. for like 10, 15 minutes. Vivo talked about. to one of his idols, Adam Adovino, for about yeah. 10, 10 minutes. Ad- Adam Adovino. We're both two Italian kids from New York City. <laughs> Time of my life was talking to Adam. So, Adam, if you're watching this, you know, we'll reconnect soon. We'll talk more about what high schools we went to, what places we like to visit. Vito has, like, half a man crush on Adam Adovino, and some people in the organization know it, especially Jenna in production. So there was, again, the same line of, like, eight or nine people standing. And Vito's right here. Adam is basically exactly where John is, also standing, so you can get this full effect. And Jenna goes, hey, Vito! It's Adam. Well, in, full volume. In between us was, was a really line. That's funny. funny. It was so funny. No, John. In between me and Adam was the line of players waiting for photo day. Yeah. And Jenna screamed over to me, and then all these players had to look at me like, what, "Why? This why guy. is this happening?" You know what's funny about that? So Jenna is a big fan of a player on another team. I'm not going to mention the player. Jenna and I will walk to the parking lot after games together, and this player was right behind us, and I noticed the player, yeah. and I said, "Jenna." And she was like, what? what? I can't hear you. And I was like, Jenna, look, it's him. And she's like, what? And I was like, oh, she doesn't get it. But I, I didn't do what she did to you. I didn't scream. I should have screamed. And the next morning, I actually told her I should have screamed and I should have put you on the spot so you got that picture you wanted. But Can you tell us what team? Yes, Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, for some reason, I was thinking that in my head. For some reason, I was thinking Phillies. I don't I think know I guess who it could be. He's a good yeah, player, but yeah. it's just funny. It's the same scenario, and I totally handle it. It's not the same scenario. It's, it's the same scenario. scenario. <laughs> nah, it's the same scenario. Also, something funny that happened before yeah. this. We, we had a late night on Thursday because me, Mark, and Vito were just together for first time in a while. My flight didn't even land until like 12. I got busted out by the stupid oh rain by LaGuardia. And then this we hang out until late. We knew we had to get up like 5.30, 5.45, wake up call, make picture day. So... We're a little tired, a little lethargic. We go to get drive-through coffee in the morning. And we learned in that instance 
that Vito had never ever spoken at a drive-thru oh in his oh life, God. ever. No, I got my license, uh, I think three or four months ago. I've only driven 11 times in my life. I want to give a big shout out to Mr. Carlos from Hawaii Driving. He wants to tell me everything I know. Uh, yeah, we get to the- <laughs> Being a driving instructor in New York City has to be so funny Crazy. for that reason. Crazy. Because if you're a driving instructor anywhere else in the world, everyone's the same age. Oh no, he told me, he was like, yeah, after this I have a 54 year old woman who's learning how to drive. Uh, but, so we pull up to the drive-thru and uh, I'm getting my nitro cold brew. And I don't know how drive-thru works, so we pull up to the box and I scream over Mark, Hi! Hi, are you there? How you doing? You doing? Can I get a coffee? And they look at me like I'm crazy. And, and you, you, were, you told us, you're like, I'd never ordered at a drive-thru before. I was like, that explains everything, because I was like, it's a little animal. It's just in, like, I thought it was just like we're all in like three and a half hours of sleep, so if he hasn't yeah. really woken up yet, he doesn't know what's going on. But no, he, he actually is doing that and also does not know what's going on. <laughs> it's, it's been quite the week, too, because it got started off with me and Vito taking the flight to uh, West Palm Beach together. We're online, we're going through security, we get on the flight, hell of a flight. I mean, there was like six screaming, way too old children surrounding me. Vito could hear them 10 rows in front of me. But then we get off the plane, we go to the rental car and Vito's like, all right, I'm gonna check in, get the rental car. And he goes, I don't, I don't have my ID. My ID's <laughs> gone. That. Yeah, I found out uh, as we were getting our rental car where I needed to provide my license that we did not, I say we, I mean me, myself. I <laughs> don't put it on me. I did not have my ID. Don't believe on me, okay, Bobby. So uh, my fiance will be mailing me my passport sometime <laughs> in the next few days. So we can go home. <laughs> Trapped in Port St. Lucie. I mean, it's been, you had your Uber driver. Yeah, I also got an unbelievably Floridian welcome to this wonderful state of Florida. I called my Uber. First, it's very hard to get an Uber from West from West Palm Beach to Port St. Lucie. Cause it's a hard drive. 50 miles away, so yeah. I got a lot of people canceling on me. And then the one dude who was happy to pick me up, Ash, shout out Ash. Great Uber driver in total, but I got in the car, Reeks of cigarettes, fedora, <laughs> transition lenses, long ponytail. You said his name is Ash? Ash. And a re reeks of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even oh. think that. Mm. And former, former uh, vocalist, I almost said screamer, in a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> so vocalist, screamer, same thing. So we all, we all got there, and then 6 a.m. picture day, ready to rock. And then we kind of just hit the ground running, stayed hot after that. Yeah. Stayed in the facility, got to watch basically practice, batting practice. This is really cool. I, I hadn't been around like a baseball practice in a long time just because of COVID and it, it, having been back to spring training, I think since right before COVID 2020. Yeah. So seeing Buck Showalter run practice with all these guys was super, super interesting. He, he's got, he's on top of everything. Like yeah. this team is going to be unbelievably, unbelievably prepared for every single situation. I couldn't believe how, I don't want to say dense, but how thorough, how thorough he was with like every, he's like, all right, there's a slow runner on first base, a fast runner on third, he's stealing second. We're not going to throw it at him because we know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get us in a pickle so the guy can score. Just being able to hear that and see that and see how the players also react and take in this information. As a baseball fan, I've been just as a Mets fan, as a baseball fan, I'm like, Damn, they're, they're really, really focused. These are all the little things that could make the difference one or two games in a season. Also, just huge shout-out to Wayne Kirby and Joey Cora running yeah. their own drills with the infielders and outfielders separately. Really cool to just watch them be able to talk to these guys in the small groups, do these little tiny drills. Wayne Kirby was doing something today I thought was really cool. Mm. They were preparing like, for caroms, basically, off either both the wall like out in the outfield or also the foul wall. So Wayne Kirby would just stand there, yell, go, and just take the ball himself and like throw a hopper against the wall. And let the guys get to it, gather, pick up, and hit the cutoff, man. And, and you guys heard Billy Epler talk about the importance of defense and how, like, yep. if you want to play in the major leagues, the bat's not going to, the bat's not just it. Like, you need to be able to defend. And I think we could all agree in past years that wasn't necessarily For the sure. case yeah. with this team. Um, and then you walk around and you see that. You see the proof in the pudding. There is there is a field here dedicated. You like that, proof in the pudding. <laughs> there is a field here dedicated just for defense. Yeah, Smaller yeah. field. 
A lot of a lot of ground balls. Joey Corey, even before camp started, was out there. Eduardo Escobar was here. Mark Vientos, Brett Beatty. Grounder after grounder after grounder after grounder. I mean, this team, they were good defensively last year. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good defensive team once again this year. I think we also have to spend some time talking about Eduardo Escobar. He's, oh, yeah. He's a star of camp. If anybody's ever been a baseball team, you always know that there's always some practices that's like, all right, we're out here. It's hot. Like, we're doing drills for a couple hours in a row. Like, whatever. Eduardo Escobar is the type of player you want on every baseball team you've ever been on in your life. We were at picture day. It was probably not even 8 o'clock in the morning yet when yet. Eduardo got through for his thing. We started just playing music in there to keep the vibes up. Someone turned on Gasolina. Mm. Eduardo Escobar turns his hat backwards, just starts like ripping dances. <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning to Gasolina. It was he had, unbelievable. He had the camera spectacle. too. He, was taking, he took pictures of us. Of which us, is yeah, with a little funny. Polaroid. He's just, he's nonstop energy from the time it seems like he gets here to the time he leaves. He, was, he took BP, and I feel like this was so funny. He had like a bad round of BP, like in his mind, in three at bats. And he got up, he was like, wow, that was horrible. And he was like smiling and laughing. Like, he just, he brings the vibes, he brings the energy. And I think that's super important and something that we get to see being behind the scenes and watching these guys practice like we have for the last two days. Like, the, the chemistry of this team, I know it's been said a lot, but like, these guys are super, super close, super, super tight. Everybody's like, they, they all have the same goal in mind and they're all trying to get it, which is really cool. He also took a grounder when we, they started doing infield. He just had like a good, picked up off a good hop, threw a snap to Pete. Good, good, you know, good snap of the glove, and he goes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> taking a grounder in the middle yeah. of the day, which is cool. It's really cool. I, Infectious I, energy. Seeing the interactions with everybody, seeing guys take BP, because when we're at City Field, we get to see BP, but we're not as close. Yeah. Because at spring training, everything's a little bit closer. I mean, Francisco Alvarez put together one of the most impressive BP sessions that I've ever seen. Balls being hit to right field out with ease. He put one like on top of there's like this like awning. I think it's called the Corona Beach House in left field. He put one on top of the blue awning yesterday, which I have not seen anybody do yet. Fascinating. Pete Alonso taking BP, Lindor. Like, these guys are just, they're such dogs. Did you guys see Tommy Pham hitting yesterday in the cage? Didn't see Tommy no. Pham hit. Tommy Pham was putting on a show Powerful. similar to Francisco Alvarez. I was standing way down the left field line, and the, the cage kind of blocks you out, especially for the right-handed hitter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I asked Brian Rusnak, who I've been tra traveling around with our camera operator down here, I said, who is that? Let me, let me see through your lens. And I was like, oh, that's Tommy Pham. Yeah. And Tommy Pham was hitting absolute missiles to all fields. Tommy Pham, too, today, I think, got asked about, like, why he chose the Mets. And he was like, listen, like, you know, the teams that were available, this team is gonna, it has chances to do big things. Yeah. Like, I yeah. want to be on a winning team. I want to be on a team that, team that has an easy way to the championships were his words. Nothing's ever easy. But I, I love to hear that he's really here because he wants to win. We also saw Tommy Pham doing the outfield drill we were talking about before. He just kind of, like, mispicked up a ball one time and still, like, hit the cutoff, man, yeah. a great throw. Very hard himself afterwards. He was yeah. like, I gotta be better there. When Kirby was like, You got it, man. It was a good throw. He's like, I gotta be better. <laughs> it's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all in one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, it's, it's cool to it's see definitely. all these guys work because during the season, it's you're focused on the game. You're kind of warming up to get ready to play the game at night. 
Also something cool, something that John talked about a few weeks ago when he first got down to spring training, the relationship growing between Brett Bailey and Mark Vientos. Mm. These guys were just taking ground balls together at their base in the backfield. Every single play, they were like come back to each other, like dapping each other up, like kind of razzing each other. Which is really cool because like in theory, they're fighting for a similar spot. They're 100% in competition yeah. for the same at-bats. Yeah. And really they're cool. still able to have camaraderies, guys who know each other. We've seen Narvaez and Alvarez have been connected at the hip, like yeah. John said earlier. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to see them doing catching drills. I saw that earlier while you were gone for a little bit. Yeah, also seeing Brandon Nimmo seemingly take on a bit more of a... Like a, like a leadership role here. Yeah. Kind of being a little bit more of the mayor, I'd say, this spring training. He's going around talking to everybody. We overheard him and Buck talking about, like, renting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, like, those, like, life stuff. It was, it was very funny and to listen to him talk. By the way, have you guys seen Brandon's wheels? No. 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 new car? There's, yeah. I think, I think Tim Healy wrote about it or tweeted it maybe, but... Let's just say uh, there was a, there was an upgrade. Ooh. The check might have cashed. Oh, yeah. boy, was there an upgrade. <laughs> what car yeah. is it? Tell us. Uh, We're playing Koi. It's it's an Audi, okay. but it's not just any Audi. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's an R8. I think he did tell us he was going to get like soup up an Audi. I think yeah. he said specifically in our interview with him. It's got like a Lamborghini engine, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, okay. or something okay. close yeah. to it. Like it's uh, from what I'm told, I'm not, seems, I'm not a big car guy. Seems fun. But I, I know a guy that is. Mr. And, Carlos? Uh, no, not Mr. <laughs> Carlos. Not Mr. Mr. Carlos owes uh, some royalties here. <laughs> yeah, um, really? No, it wasn't Mr. Carlos. But, I have a yeah. question. This just might be me being naive and not understanding what it means to have like hundreds of millions of dollars. You have that car in Port St. Lucie. Would you, you, you ship it no, back you, to New York? No, you leave it here. Just, no, just you think? So maybe Brandon's going to drive the Nissan to New York. Maybe. Yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah, it's a banger. Yeah. Let that get beat up on the BQE yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grand Central. <laughs> the Van Wick. Maybe has a driver in New York as well. Maybe, if he's living yeah. in the city, why would you ever want to drive if you could just? Probably a little bit. Oh, driving in the city is great. You don't, come on, no, you, know, I you don't enjoy in the city, it. But I didn't get a hundred million dollars. If I don't have sure. a million dollars, I'm never driving again. Sure. <laughs> also, All right, fair enough. should let you guys know that we are doing this in an open air. It's part of the field there. We're actively working on the field right now. If you yeah, it's seemingly every single interview and piece of content that we've done, all of a sudden the leaf blower and the guy who's raking the field and the trucks, they all start coming out. I'm like, you guys have been silent for the last hour and a half. We get the, the camera rolling and you're ready to go. So if you hear a leaf blower, uh, it's, it's just live at spring training. That's what's happening. When you hear the leaf blower. Yeah, when. Not we, also, yeah, we, 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 were, we were very excited yesterday. We had interviews lined up with uh, Keith Rad, new play-by-play -play guy in the yep. radio. They're going to be working with Howie Rose day-by-day, -day, Drew Smith, and Tyler McGill. And we had a nice, very nice setup on the concourse with the field behind us. Great spring training vibes. And then they just started patting down home plate. <laughs> and yeah, tamping down home plate, running the leaf blower over the entire course of the field everywhere. So. You get a lot of spring training feel with all the stuff we've been doing. Sorry, it's my first spring training at Port St. Lucie. Mine too. Vito, your first spring training. First spring training my entire life. Wow. wow. Okay, John. And for it's, my, it's my second. It's okay. my second, yeah. Oh, last year was your first. Last year was my Not first, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed my time here so far. I'm super excited for like the next few days as we're getting actual games, which we'll talk about briefly too. But like just just being in Florida and the sunny weather, it's been 85 degrees pretty much every day. You guys day. have gotten lucky with the it's weather. Been, it's been beautiful. It's, been, it's been like 12 straight days of nothing but sunshine yeah. and great. And I heard New York's getting a little rough this week and a little cold. I heard yesterday New York was like 70. Really? Oh, yeah. they that's got not, a nice that's not good though. That's right. not good. It's not 85. <laughs> that's bad actually. It's not 85. Yeah, that's not mince words. That's bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad overall. <laughs> it's not 85 and sunny, but it's I've I've really enjoyed my time in Port St. Lucie thus far and uh, super excited, especially like like I said, the games are coming. We saw the intra-squad scrimmage today, which 
had what Joey Lucchese on the mound for the pinstripe team, yeah. going up against Dominic Hamill, who that was the yes. first time I've seen him pitch live. Yes. First off, shout out to Joe Lu- Joey Lucchese. Joey yep. Fuego. Back, yep. healthy, pitching. He talked about like whatever role they need me for, I'm totally all in. I just want to be a part of the team, be a part of the roster. And he looked good in his first little outing in what, over a year, right? And we've More also, than a year. June 2021 was the last wow, time he pitched. Okay, so like a year and a half, basically. Yep. And we've also been interviewing a lot of pitchers down here. Actually, we've been interviewing exclusively pitchers. Only pitchers. Since yeah. we've been down here. And every single guy, McGill, Smith, and also David. Peterson, which we did earlier today, which was a great interview, very baseball-centric interview. Everyone's just like, I'm here to help the team. I'm very excited to help the team. Whatever role anybody needs me in, I want to help the team. And it seems like this is, this really feels like an all-hands-on-deck type of roster right now. Everyone has their eyes, they're focused on the same thing. 100%. Brought up Dominic Hamill before. I had never seen him pitch live. I've only seen the highlights and whatever we read about. Slider's disgusting. Slider's nasty. Dropped a couple in there early in the count, late in the count. Seems like he's going to be a pretty good pitcher in the future for the Mets, and I think he's pitching for Puerto Rico, right? World, in the World Baseball, Baseball Classic. Classic. Yes. So, That's a big reason I think he got the start today. Yes, so we saw him. We saw Pete get a you know hit a ball to right field. A couple. Brett Beatty was I feel like the star. He laced game. laced two balls to to left. He just he he looked locked in. He's, he looked he really looks so really good. good. His BP's been really really good. Super excited to see what he's up to. It was, it was cool to see baseball going tomorrow. They play a squ- split squad game. We also just we also saw Alex Ramirez rope oh, yeah, a single. Yeah. Alex Ramirez seeing him in person. He he looks like he looks like he should be in the NFL draft rather than like Brooklyn Binghamton this year. Mets can put together a good football team. We, we were, were, we, we were actually doing that earlier today. We were watching the inter squad game. We were like just like lining up the entire offense. Like they have a couple good receivers between like Ronnie Nimmo and Alex Ramirez, Jeff McNeil in the slot, mm-hmm. probably Tommy Pham in the slot as well. Bryce Montes de Oca, who's a, a mountain of a man at tight end. Mm-hmm. You know he can probably block. He can get out in the pattern. Quarterback's an issue, though. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback of this team. Got a lot of options. Yeah, he got a lot of options. Actually, could be Brett Beatty. Could be, it could, oh, he actually wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Middle school he was throwing a Gary Wilson. Wilson. There, there it is. There it is. Oh, wow. Oh, we're locked. We're, we're set. And then we could have a nice little running back platoon of Lindor and Marte. Yeah. Francisco Alvarez at fullback. Yeah. Fogey. John Allstott. Mike Allstott. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so John Allstott. That was good. And what, tomorrow? So there's a split squad games yeah. tomorrow. Half teams going to Astros. Yeah, to the Astros. And then here at Port St. Lucie, we're playing the Marlins. Who's pitching that game? Do we know? Yeah, it'll be Denny Reyes traveling to West Palm for the Mets and Jose Buto, who, by the way, has an incredible glove. The glove is sick. Yeah, the really glove cool is glove. so good. Oh, my God. I love Alex Ramirez got a sick glove, too. Did you guys notice the, that today? It's like bubblegum yeah. cotton candy. Yeah. Like I, saw that, I saw that on photo day. I actually got to hold it. He handed Ooh. his stuff when he went to take his photos, and I was just mesmerized <laughs> by this thing. But, yeah, Max Scherzer on Sunday against the Nationals. That's a big one. I believe Peterson and Quintana are also going over the next two days. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, full full swing. These guys have been throwing live BPs already. Yeah, yeah, we saw yeah, them, yeah. Yeah, that's, there's been a lot of that. So Scherzer and Lindor had an incredible interaction during a live BP. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yesterday, too, right? Sango pitched yesterday yep. yeah, on yeah. live BP. He looked really good. Like, yeah. Striking guys out. Popping I mean, pop the glove. Yeah, I, the velocity, I was very I hadn't seen it. We hadn't yeah. seen him ever throw live in person. So I was very happy and surprised to see that the velo looks legit. And it goes for it. I, I got to bring up a John at Photo Day thing. Oh, we boy. saw John... Hand a ball to Verlander Scherzer. I can't remember who it was. Oh, yeah. And the smile on John's face just because he got to hand him a nah. baseball. Nobody no, asked for it back. To take well, a baseball oh, back okay. from him. Well, that's because Rob, one of the great MLB photographers, he has his set. He's been doing it for like 25, 30 years. And we realized that Justin Verlander walked off with the ball. And here I am. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to go be the one to ask Justin <laughs> for that ball back. <laughs> Luckily, he was cool about it. I actually, you know, I got a shout out from photo day was Jimmy Yacobonis. Ah, Yay. Jersey guy. Who is not only a Jersey guy. He says I'm from Jersey. I say I'm from Jersey. He says 120 off the, off the Garden State. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Matawan. I'm from Marlboro. We're rattling off names of guys that we mutually know. That's it was cool. the Shout least. Jersey guys. 
There were some names that I heard from high school that I did not expect to hear out of Jimmy Yacobonis' mouth on photo day, but alas, there we were. So. And that reminds me, another thing about Adam Adovino, I found out we worked at the same place uh, as children. Really? Wild, yeah. He wor- we worked at the same place. He was in the skate park area. So that's a fun Adam Adovino thing. That's fun Adam Adovino. Inline like. aggressive skater. A little fun tidbit. I've got yeah. a good Adam Adovino one, too. This isn't a competition. No, no, it's not. I'm just saying I got a good one. Josh got a one-up. So, all right. so somehow the conversation about top five baseball players of all time comes up. And I've been having this debate a lot down here with various people. It's become yeah. sort of a, a bit almost. I got my top five. Well, I have a top five that's kind of controversial, a member of my top five. Adam Adovino. It's Chase Utley, I'm going to... It's not Chase right. Utley. Adam Adovino. <laughs> Agreed with me wholeheartedly on this one. Well, I know what it's going to be. What, who's going to be? Babe Ruth is in top five. No, that's not it. Oh, that, actually, that didn't come up. But that's funny. <laughs> that's not controversial. Uh, no, I, I think it is. It's not controversial because we can't be counting the 1920s. But uh, no, all I'm going to say is that Adam Adovino is on my side. If you're out there and you know this argument, Adam Adovino, I got Wait, it. Shall we share what, our top five? What's the player? All right, go ahead. Top five. Top five. Barry Bonds, one. Babe Ruth, two. Willie Mays, three. Uh, I think I had Hank Aaron, four. Mm-hmm. And five was... Who's my fifth, actually? I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but it was definitely a good player. So I'm going to tell you, I have the same four as you. Yeah. And number five, I'm sorry, everybody. Alex Rodriguez is in my oh, top five. He's 100% in my oh, top five. Oh, I think he was. That's not controversial. No, wait, I think Apparently, it's a controversial five. thing to say. I don't I'm know. Not, I think I'm he's closer to the one than five. I was going to say A-Rod in my top five for sure. Me too, 100%. Oh, so we have a, we, this is unanimous here. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I love that when the boys are all on the same page. <laughs> We're all thinking the same thing. I'm trying to find my, I, I, I think it was him. I think it was A-Rod. Yeah. Or Pujols, one of those two. Albert's like, Albert's top seven. I think, I think yeah, it was he's one. right I think, there. I think I probably have Mays, Aaron, A-Rod. Bonds, right? Lou Gehrig has, has a real no, argument. No, we like, can't be no, going. I might, say Lou Gehrig. I, might say, I might say Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle has a real sight. Might say oh. Ted Williams. Oh, Ted Williams was my five. That's yeah. who it was. It so was A-Rod's not in your five. I he was A-Rod. six. A-Rod's second person I said. I, I take that entire... I the boys are all on the same page back. Ted, Ted Williams, see, the fact that we all forgot about Ted Williams tells I you how... I didn't forget about him. I just... He's so good. He had 400. Cool. Batting, well, like what was the Babbitt? What was the Babbitt that year? Like 500 home runs. So. <laughs> he missed three years of his prime to fight in the war. I'm aware. The counting stats are hurt by that, but... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Anyway. Uh, we digress from that. Yes. Yeah, right. We could do this all day. So I'll be well, for dinner tonight. What else we got in spring training here? Anything else we're forgetting? I do, have a, something. I do have a listener question. Uh, Josh Roseman from the Mets organization told me once I got down here to ask this question live on the podcast. Ooh, okay. okay. Oh, it has to do with John Barron. Oh, oh wow. John this is his punishment. This is, he has to stand and he has to hear he, this question now. He wants to know if this is animal. Okay. If you're running late to dinner, to a group dinner, and you don't text, sorry, I'm running late, you give no circumstance, you say nothing, you just text your order without... Oh, that's Animal. Oh my that's Animal. You can't do that. <laughs> that's Animal, but that's exactly what I expect from John. <laughs> Apparently, he just texted There's no malice behind it. Order though. me this. Didn't say oh, sorry for being late. That's not true. No. <laughs> that's this so is bad. This is This is foul. Is this, this is foul. Is this a hit piece? <laughs> yeah, kind of. And I would... Kind you, of. I, no, I mean, I would put you guys to this. This makes total sense that this is the kind of 
that you would just bring this up. Like, <laughs> well, how did I bring it up? I wasn't here. No, well, Josh told you to do it, and you're doing it. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, no, I was I was watching a Mets Astros game last year. I had committed to going to dinner. Okay. And I got caught up, and I, I, I believe I said I will be a little bit late. Can you please order me this? Which is not if, animal. If that's preceded, if that precedes yeah, you the did can say you order, that for sure. Then but it's if okay. You did not say that. That's animal. If it was just order me in the food, then that's crazy. I was told it was just order me in the food, and something the three of us have learned on this trip. Yeah. Is. When Johnny Boy's hungry, Johnny Jeez. Boy's eating for himself and nobody else is getting considered. We had just gotten to spring training. We didn't know where any of the food was or what to eat. And John just disappears for 45 minutes, eats his own breakfast, leaves us, leaves us to the wolves. I was hungry. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we, we were doing an episode that will that never be released. I recorded a few months ago. And we just looked back. It was a very long That shoot. one was released. That one was released? That was the oh, released okay. one. That was? Yeah. Right. Well, what yeah. happened in this one? What? It was... A, uh, we just we just we're, we're talking for hours with a guest, and we look to the left, and John's just eating a turkey burger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah, yeah. everyone's very yeah. hungry. We're recording from yeah. like five thirty, like yeah, was, seven o'clock. I was really hungry that day too. <laughs> you were hungry. You were hungry every day, John. <laughs> what a what a, what a few days in spring training this far. Day and a half. Day and a half. Not even forty eight hours yet for the boys. Uh, had a great time this far. Excited yes. for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Week weekend. It's the end of the Except week. Excited for the next, next 48 hours. The next 48 hours. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you guys when we are done back out of the spring training trip. I believe will probably be the next time we drop an episode. Anything else here before we wrap it up, guys? I think it's a perfect spot. No, we got some great interviews coming your way. Great. Shout out to Joe. Yeah, shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. He shout knows who Joe. he is. And, uh, and Nathan. And Nathan. Shout, shout out to Nathan. Nathan. Met him in the team store Joe today. Nathan. Joe Nathan. Oh, Joe Nathan. Joe Nathan. Long Island guy. Stony Brook guy. And John yeah. always, he always knows the New Yorkers. And, and Joe, Joe was a Long Island guy. Yeah, he definitely was. <laughs> Joe was a big Long Island guy. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. You know what to do. Follow us on all our social media at MetsedUp. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, download the podcast, everything like that. We're going to uh, go have some fun. Go have some dinner now. So we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the MetsedUp podcast. Peace out. See Bye, everyone. No Irish goodbyes. See you guys next oh. time. <laughs>